Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, we are live with an instant reaction podcast. The Patriots have made a trade, trading for rookie defensive back Sean Wade from The Ohio State University. Uh, they have traded a 2022 7th round pick and a 2023 5th round pick. Sean Wade, of course, was drafted in the 5th round this year. Keegan, what do you think? I mean, you know, from all the stuff that anybody's talked about since it's happened in the past couple hours, it's like buy low. You know, it, it's there's no risk, right? You're buying low on a guy who right. the Ravens knew probably that he wasn't going to make the roster. That's why they started shopping him and and now you're getting a guy who who knows if they were they were interested in him during the draft or, or what, but you're getting a guy who at one point was looked at as a first round pick, you know, top three corner in the draft, and then due to some you know, a bunch of different circumstances that I'm sure we'll get into, he ends up falling. But there's no reason not to make a move for a guy like this, especially with what the, the cornerback depth looks like right now. I mean, you were gonna have to if you didn't make this move, you're gonna have to keep a, a Michael Jackson or uh, a D virgin on the roster and now you don't you've got a guy with some upside so I, I think it's a good move for them it's it's solid as doesn't do it justice right well and, and listen I, I think you're you kind of hit the nail on the head here and listen does it matter right Jared Stidham would have been a first round draft pick you know if he didn't go to Auburn and look terrible right so like sure like maybe it doesn't matter but like the fact is you're getting a guy that has shown that he has skills to play cornerback at an elite level and you said like he had a top five combine or top five pro day like he he has some real athleticism and some ability to cover now is he going to be a starting cornerback no probably not certainly not right now but he has potential to at least get to that point and pff has him graded as what the best rookie corner in preseason now again does that matter Probably not, but still, like, at least it's been performing. And Dark Blue Gold asked about, you know, does this have anything to do with Gilmore's situation? I don't think it does. I think it has absolutely nothing to do with the Gilmore situation. That's just my opinion. Um, because I don't think he's going to be anywhere close to starting minutes right now. And he may not ever get there. But like you said, you're, you're essentially trading the value amounts to a sixth and a seventh round draft pick this year. Because you're giving up a fifth, but in 2023... And then you're giving up a seven this upcoming year. I mean, to me, it's like, what the heck, you know? Right. Yeah, and it's a situation where, you know, how it came about is probably the Ravens made calls, and I'm sure they send something out like, hey, we've got somebody available to teams that they probably thought wanted to add somebody, right? Whether it was the waiver wire after after cut day or whatever. They make some calls on the Patriots are like, what do you want? Tell, tell us what you'll take for him, and then we'll we'll talk. And it ended up working out. I don't think it's a situation where the Patriots were looking by any means. I think it's right. it, it fell into their lap, and it was 
you want to pull the trigger now or you want to try to figure it out on cut down day and with all the the roster maneuvering that will be going on that day they, they get a move out of the way early right so instead of trying to claim somebody throw somebody on ir put them on the active you know the the process that comes with cut day you're getting right. a guy early and you get him cornerback's not a position to where you really need to know the defense especially in preseason it's like hey go out there and cover that guy right so right um, I'm sure you'll see him on Sunday uh, if he gets in and gets through his, his COVID protocols and, and the the um, the physical and all that. But I'm sure you'll see him, and it gives them a, an extra week to work with him and and kind of figure everything out. Exactly, and you had the extra roster spot already with the Sony trade, and so by having the extra roster spot, you don't have to make any moves to get him onto your roster, which of course helps as well. So um, you know, we'll see what happens. And look, I just think. For me, it's about upside for me, right? And does it matter? But I think, you know, and you, you were touching, we talked about it today about how, you know, before we got on air about how he went back, he played outside corner and he struggled all year this year at outside corner and he was unwilling to move his spot, right? He wanted to be an outside corner. And there have been some very good corners at Ohio State the last few years. And so maybe he was covered up a little bit, right? So maybe the deficiencies were covered up a little bit. So that's why all of a sudden he gets there as a number one guy and he struggles, right? Maybe he's not the number one guy. I don't know, right? We don't know that. But you're giving up almost nothing for a guy who's a rookie. He's never played a snap, right? And and this is like, what the heck? Like, you just, you have a shot and the Patriots look at it and say, ah, screw it. Like, we, we're in need of some some cornerback depth. You know, the, the bottom of the roster at cornerback is not good. I mean, you mentioned Michael Jackson. Like, my goodness, that guy can't that guy can't cover anything. Like, it's crazy. So, you know, it's like, what the heck? You know, you, you go after it, see what happens. And like I said, you're giving up next to nothing to get the guy. Right. In, in 2019, if you think about the situation he's in, he's playing on the inside of Jeff Okuda, who went, I believe, third overall, mm-hmm. and um, Damon Arnett, who went in the first round to Oakland. Right. So talk about a defensive backfield, right? Like, uh, you can make a mistake and don't worry about it because right. the, you've got studs back there. And um, you, so maybe maybe the, the deficiencies are covered up a little bit and maybe he needs to play that slot role because he's not ready to play outside, right? But you go back and if you look at the move from a Patriots point of view, there's no reason not to try to make a move to where you get a guy who clearly has talent. Like, you know he's got talent. You know he's got the attributes that you look for in a defensive back. And maybe you can try to roll him into into the defense that you're looking to play this year. He's another guy where played safety and – or he played all three spots. He played nickel, uh, slot corner, played outside, played safety at Ohio State. He did it all. Um, he was a five-star recruit who was blocked by a couple of guys, and they just found a way to get him on the field. He, he played safety as a freshman without ever having played safety in his life and yeah. was starting on a defense – on an Ohio State defense that is pretty damn good every single year. So – the guy's got talent. There's no doubt about that. It's just whether or not you can find a spot for him. And with this team, with the injuries that we've seen, right, Jonathan Jones goes down today. You don't know how long he's out. Gilmore hasn't practiced yet, which he doesn't need to practice, but who knows what the situation's going to be moving forward. And then um, Miles Bryant, he's missed time, right? So you're yeah. finding a guy, at least he can come in and fill a role for you right away. He can play. You have somebody to throw out on the field. Um, and maybe it helps everybody fall into their place, like a Jalen Mills. He he won't have to play so much corner. He can they can move him around a bit. So it's a guy you're adding to an already talented group, but a group that was a bit thin um, at the outside spot, and you give him a shot, right? 
Right. Exactly. And that's the way I look at it is that, you know, having depth there is never a bad thing. It's never a bad thing to have depth. And so, you know, and they feel the same way. I mean, you just get a bunch of guys and, and kind of throw them out there and see what happens. And so, uh, you know, and like you said, outside corner, yeah, they're a little, they're a little thin at outside corner. Gilmore, I'm convinced is coming back. JC Jackson, obviously you have an outside corner, but like, other than those two guys, like Jawan Williams, I guess, like maybe Wade works in there a little bit, but like, they don't have many guys that can play outside corner. And then the rest of the guys are all hybrid guys. Duggar, Phillips, McCordy, like Miles Bryant. Like they're all hybrid guys that can play a bunch of different roles. I think defensively, you're going to see a lot of that. I mentioned it today. I tweeted out today. Like I've seen a lot of the Patriots in one and two defensive lineman stuff, defensive lineman um, alignments where you just have a bunch of linebackers and a bunch of corners and D backs all out there playing, just standing up, standing in the middle of the field. And then it's like, who's coming, where are they covering? Like no one has an idea what the hell is going on. So, um, you know, with the athleticism and, and the guys and the playmakers they have, it could be a lot of fun. And this kid, this kid could fit into that, you know? Right. And if, if you're, we talked a lot about, you know, on our show during on Fridays, we talk about, when we talk about the defense. We say, they're going to be attacking people this year, right? It's not going to be the old bend up, but don't break defense this year. They're coming after you. Yep. Um, and with that are the Kyle Duggars of the world and Adrian Phillips. Like you're going to want them on the field, but when you're in a situation, when, when you're in four minute drill, you're just trying to burn clock, right. And let them have the ball. Just don't let them score. You're going to want, you're not really going to want those guys out on the field the whole time. So you're going to be able to move a John Jones back to safety next to McCordy. You're going to have a great, last line of defense but who else is going to come in and take over that slot role right so this is another guy that can do it miles Bryant ideally is that guy and then your third outside corner ideally is joe Juan williams but here's another guy like jalen mills who can do both so right. if those guys aren't stepping up to the plate you've you've got other people it's it's all about especially in the defensive backfield versatility and talent if you can check both those boxes you can make a football team whether you're great in your in your reads and you you play your technique correctly or that that's a different story. But if you've got talent and, and you're good, sorry, I'll read that in a second, but if you've got know, talent, and you've got, you've got, um, versatility, they're going to find a way to get you out on the field. So let me see this. Yeah, no, it's, he's right. Oh, absolutely. You're... So we can get off on a tangent <laughs> real quick, but Aguilar, I, I think it's true. I've been charting some stuff on my own just so I have stuff to look back on. He hasn't had a practice where he doesn't have a drop this, yeah. this training camp. That's, I think he's been a part of 15 practices in a game. Like, you can't have that. So it just it just came to me like, you know, fourth quarter, a situation like you had in, in 2017 where you throw the ball to Cooks in the end zone and it's a great touchdown and you win the game. Maybe it doesn't get caught next time, you know? Right. So it's, that's tough. But Throw it to Jacoby Myers instead. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know? So, but, uh, but, you know, anyways, I think that's it. I mean, listen – we, we just wanted to get on really quick and, and, and kind of talk about that. I think overall, it's a solid trade for the Patriots, right? You're not giving up a ton, you know, and for, for the um, for the Ravens, you're getting back a fifth-round pick. Now, it's in two years, but you're getting back a fifth-round pick, which is what you paid for this guy, and you're getting back a seventh-round pick in the, in the upcoming draft, too. So you're getting back a little something. It's not a situation with, with Vegas where they draft Lynn Bowden in the third round and then trade him before he's ever played a game 
for a fourth round pick. It's just like, what the hell are you doing? You know, so the Ravens don't look stupid by getting less value than they than they drafted him for. But the Patriots also aren't giving up too much and getting a guy that has a potential to come in and play, you know, pretty soon while also um, while also being good to go. So and not giving they, up too much. They exchanged lottery tickets. That's what it was. Exactly. Here's yep. a seventh round pick. See what you can do with it. Here's a corner that wasn't going to make our team. See what you can do with them, right? That's exactly. lottery picks. Who knows? Maybe somebody will hit. Yep. Yeah, you never know. Hope it's the Patriots and not the not the Ravens. <laughs> so, all right, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for coming through, and we'll be back live with you Sunday night after the game, assuming that nothing happens between now and then. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.